0: What I know to be true is that financial freedom is your birthright. It doesn't matter where you're from, what you've done, or how much money you have in the bank. You deserve to experience all that life has to offer, and your financial freedom makes this possible. You see, I know this to be true because I'm living this life of freedom myself, and I've supported and witnessed hundreds of women make the same transformation in their own financial picture. And I'm here to tell you that time and time again, this possibility, it proves to be available to anyone. Abundance and prosperity allows us to live freely and to fully express our purpose. That's why I decided that it's time to put together a masterclass teaching you how to become a money magnet through the science of energetics. Believe me when I say this is the answer you've been seeking you'll finally understand what sets apart the 1% from the remainder of the world that struggles with money. And once you activate this pattern in your own life, you will never approach money the same again. You'll discover exactly how to show up when attracting money versus when managing money. And spoiler, the approach is very different. This is where you'll learn to have a healthy, neutral, loving relationship with money. What you'll discover in this masterclass is exactly what has allowed me to access the financial freedom I'm so blessed to experience today. And for now, it's half off. So head over right now to marissamorrison.net forward slash become a money magnet to change the course of your life forever before this training is gone. Welcome to The Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams. It all starts now. Hello, gorgeous soul, and welcome back to another joyful episode here on the Marissa Morrison Show. I am letting you into my life a little bit today, and honestly, I've been thinking about it quite a bit over the past month or so, maybe even more than that, and I want to start sharing more about my personal life with you. I know I quite literally have my entire life story here on the podcast. In the first, probably like first 20 episodes is you know my life. And I think that really being vulnerable with you guys is how I can impact your life the most. I think that knowing what we know about what science says about stories, when you experience a story, you have different biological responses. And in fact, science shows that when you do things with other people, so if you go hiking or especially just watching a movie, you are experiencing similar biological responses as the person with you, and you actually form a deeper bond. And so that's why doing things with people builds connection, it builds a bond, And it's something that's happening, even though you don't know it's happening, it's deep within and it's on a biological level, which is so crazy. But I love, love learning about science and the things that really connect us to each other. And so I want to really open my heart up to you more about what I currently am walking through. And I believe by doing so, you are actually going to be able to connect with me more Which I love, of course, because I love you. And, you know, honestly, every time I record, I kind of sit back and I'm like, whoever needs to hear this, I just want to make sure that they find this, you know, and I just kind of set my intention. And in that, I see you as my friend. I see you as someone that I love dearly and that I believe in and that I want to kind of hold your shoulders and say, come on, girl, you've got this, you know, and just lift you up. But I think that through my story and through the things that I walk through, that you're going to be able to learn so much through that. And so here's an episode where we're going to talk about me, and I'm going to share with you what I learned about motivation during my first trimester of pregnancy. And so stay tuned. I'm going to have more episodes like this, and I'm really excited to continue to connect with you and grow with you. And learn with you, and just do this thing we call life together. Now, if you have gained anything from this podcast, even if you smiled one time, (laughs) I would love to encourage you to leave a five-star rating and go ahead and leave a short review about how this podcast has touched your life. I know that it has. And so do your part in sharing the light, sharing the love, so that others can also find these messages of hope and inspiration and possibility and start to see more for their lives too. All right, We are all in this together. Now, I got to tell you, when I got pregnant the other three times with Micah, Michaela, and Noah, I was 17 (laughs) with the first kid, my first little angel, and I was 18 when I gave birth to him. And then I was... 18 when I got pregnant with my daughter, and I had her at 19. So, 17, 18, and 19, I was pregnant. Such a blessing to my life. But I didn't experience any morning sickness with my son. I was 22 and then 23 when I had him. So, 22 when I got pregnant. And, you know, I didn't have any morning sickness, I didn't experience any discomfort. In fact, With my third child, I was, you know, in the peak of my career. I was 23, so I had been doing it for four years. So, not quite the peak of my career, but I definitely had been pursuing that path for a while and I had gained quite a bit of success. And, you know, I had a lot of weddings booked and, for that matter, quite a full calendar. And what I found is that I wasn't really affected. I mean, weddings are long days. You know, you're standing on your feet for 10 to 12, 13 hours, you know, running around shooting cameras in South Louisiana, you're likely sweating quite a bit. And uh, I was fine. I remember even I gave birth to Noah at 37 weeks. And the reason was I had polyhydramnio, so I had extra fluid, amniotic fluid in the sack and so they wanted to take him out to avoid potential complications. So I had an induced labor with that pregnancy and that delivery. but I shot a wedding the week before. So a week before I gave birth, I'm up there for you know 10 12 hours <laughs> doing my thing and I and I was fine and it's just so crazy to see the difference when I got pregnant this time, and if you don't know my story, I'll give you a brief update. When I gave birth to my third child, I was 23, and I was like, I am done having kids. <laughs> and so I had a device called Esure put into my fallopian tubes to prevent pregnancy. And so I have gone through four different surgeries over four years to get to this place, to this pregnancy, through listening to my heart, tuning into what God had for me, and just taking that inspired action. And believing year after year that this child was coming, you know, I didn't know when, but I knew that the time would come. And so I'm so, so thankful to be here today. And so I just want to say if you're walking through infertility and you are, you know, perhaps maybe not infertility, but maybe you're trying to have a child and it's not happening, I just really want to honor you because I never would have known what that was like unless I had this experience myself. You know, I had a miscarriage last year and, you know, I definitely have experienced that pain and and I've gained a lot from it. You know, I really was able to apply a lot of the things that I teach and man, I have so much to share with you guys. And in fact, kind of spoiler, I wasn't going to share this, but now that I'm here in conversation, I actually have a course coming out all about fertility and encouraging you to become the mother that you're destined to be. I have essentially taken everything that I have searched on YouTube, all the thousand, literally, I mean, probably not a thousand, okay, but (laughs) certainly feels like it. YouTube videos that I've watched over the years, different doctors, different women sharing their stories. I've been to multiple doctors to get to where I am today. And I have so much experience myself walking through this. And so I just have so much to share. And I feel like you know instead of you having to hunt on youtube for all the information not only am i going to provide it but there's so many things that i'm like women need to know this like why is this not talked about and so i'm going to be putting that together in a course for you guys here coming up in the next couple months and i'm so excited to get it out there i genuinely believe that this is part of my purpose is to help women experience the child that they know that they're destined to have and so Anyway, I just have to say, I see you. I love you and you are right where you need to be. Trust the process. It's all happening for you. I can promise you that, okay? Now, for me, when I got pregnant this go around, I just was like, yeah, I'm gonna be pregnant. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna keep doing my work. Like everything's gonna be fine. And you know, (laughs) that was not the case. Uh, About at five weeks pregnant, I wanna say even four and a half weeks, I started to feel a little nauseous and I'm like, oh, this is, you know, no big deal. Like, you know, this isn't gonna be here very long. But within a week or two, I mean, it was like debilitating. It was like I was constantly nauseous. It wasn't just morning sickness, it was all day sickness. I had migraines. I felt foggy. I stopped drinking coffee too, because I, you know, I'm doing all the things here, this mama over here, four years in the in the making. And um, I just was like, I don't know what to do. I just like, I wanted to stare at the wall and cry. (laughs) That's how I felt. It was definitely bittersweet because, you know, I was so thankful. I mean, my goodness, what a journey. I was, my gosh, so thankful. Nothing could replace how thankful I felt. But I also felt so sick so sick. I didn't want to do anything. I'll never forget. I was actually sitting on the corner of our bed and Devin walks in the room and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I just don't want to do anything. you know. And I just started crying. And that is basically a glimpse of my first trimester. That's how I felt. My symptoms were, to list them, nausea, pretty much all the time. If I ate something, it would help a little bit you know I was very hungry I'd wake up hungry I still wake up hungry to be honest but you know I was just hungry all the time I had migraines I had brain fog I felt exhausted I mean I could stand up like it blows my mind to really think about how much this first trimester impacted me I remember one time I was standing in the grocery store you know and I before I got pregnant I was very active running exercising when I was 6 weeks I was diagnosed with a subcorionic hematoma which has reabsorbed and is gone but at the time I couldn't exercise so I stopped exercising but I was very active very healthy person and you know I could run 3 plus miles no problem well going into the grocery store and standing up I felt like I was going to pass out I remember being in the, in the grocery store with my two older children at the time at this specific memory I didn't have my youngest but you know, we're standing there and they're teenagers, and I'm like, guys, we've got to go. I cannot stand up anymore. <laughs> and so I just was really struggling physically. And it actually, I think for me, we're all different, but for me, like physical struggle is one of the things that challenges me the most with my mindset. And so I really worked through loving myself and offering myself compassion honoring my body and doing what felt good for me in the moment. But it didn't mean that I didn't have a lot on my plate that I still was committing to. I wasn't necessarily in a, a space of having overload or what normally would cause overwhelm. It wasn't like my calendar was chalked full. I actually had established this flow in my life, which I am so passionate about helping other women experience because I don't believe you need to hustle to have success. So I also want to say it wasn't like I had this hustle mentality before I got pregnant. You know, I did have this flow and I did have the schedule that I wanted and the freedom and the lifestyle that I wanted. But when I became pregnant, I didn't want to do a thing. I did not want to do anything. And so I learned a lot about motivation because I had to self-motivate in order to get things done. I mean, I was in the middle of a launch. I was in the middle of preparing a webinar. I was in the middle of writing 16 different emails that I wrote. I was in the middle of finalizing our website. I was doing some pretty important things and I had a team and I felt as though I had to keep going, like I had a purpose and there were days that I took off. There are days that I gave myself space, which I think is so important for us to listen to our bodies. It's safe to do so. Sometimes we feel like we never have enough time or it's so urgent we have to get it done. But I want to encourage you if you're in a space where you just need to take a breather, that's okay too. But for me, what I learned is that while it's like double sided, right? It's both sides of the coin, you know that that's how I am. <laughs> and What I did is I made it not about how I felt. I realized that actually these symptoms meant that the pregnancy was doing really well. When you have these symptoms, usually it's actually a good sign that the pregnancy is progressing. And so I just tapped into that, that thankfulness, that joyfulness of, you know, I feel this way, but this is a really good sign. Like this is really a positive thing and i also i did honor my body when i needed a nap i took a nap you know if i needed to go for a walk which <laughs> i know like i was going to get very far uh, with how i was feeling but you know i i did what i felt like i needed to do if i needed to just close my eyes for 5 minutes i would if i needed to do less i would which is i'm going to get into more so i did honor myself in that way really connecting with myself and doing what felt good and i think that's part of motivation My friend, I'm a believer that our inner beliefs around and our relationship with money dictates the abundance that we get to experience. It determines whether we see possibility or limitation, and it also determines whether we experience true freedom and fulfillment or if we experience hopelessness and exhaustion. The thing is, we often don't have the clarity around what it actually is that's holding us back or the shifts that need to happen to bring forth our financial freedom. Self-identification and the path to freedom is hard to discover. And if you don't feel certain of how to expand your wealth right now, and you know that there's so much more for you, listen up. There is a solution, and you don't have to go it alone. There's a path for you, and I'm here to lead you to your freedom through my brand new masterclass, Become a Money Magnet Through the Science of Energetics. I'm so excited for my previous students that have gone through this journey of healing and awakening and have already begun to manifest their wildest dreams. If you haven't worked with me before, know that you'll learn the potent tools to identify and remove your blocks. You'll be gently guided to discover the energetics behind money so that you know exactly how to interact with it. And you'll reclaim your power to be, do, and have anything you want. This is exactly what I wish I had when I first began my business back in 2009 as a single mom broken in college, navigating through major life's transitions, traumas, setbacks, and letdowns. And I'm honored to offer a helping hand to you so that you can experience all that life has for you. Go to marissamorrison.net forward slash become a money magnet and become the money magnet that you were born to be. I'll see you there. We can only push ourselves so far until we hit rock bottom, till we hit that burnout. And so I knew that I didn't want to reach that point of burnout. You know, I, I wanted to create this momentum that allowed me to have a pace that I could keep going at. And so while I honored myself, I also made my actions not about how I felt. Instead, I made it more about my why. Why was this so important to me? Why did it matter? You know, is your why big enough? That's a pretty big question. And if your why is big enough, then you can motivate yourself to take action. It's not about feeling motivated, it's about choosing to take the action anyway. It's about not allowing our mood, our feelings, to dictate the actions we take. Because when we do, oftentimes it is not going to lead to a life that we desire. And I knew that. And so I had to kind of look myself in the mirror and say, you know, in actuality, you're not sick. (laughs) Like I kind of had to give myself that little bit of a pep talk. Like you are so blessed right now. You have the exact thing you've been dreaming of. And again, while I did give myself space to rest and to restore and to refresh, I still held myself accountable. And for me, what I did during this time was I made it really simple. And I think when we simplify things, we can amplify our focus, amplify our productivity, and amplify our impact. And so for me, it was about one needle moving task per day. There were other little things on there that I may have to do, like catch up with a team member or send a message. You know, I would take care of that, but I would say, What is the one thing that if I do, it will move the needle forward more than anything else? Even better, what is the one thing that if I do, it will make things easier and maybe some things unnecessary? So that was my focus. What is the one thing? And usually my process nowadays, like right now, for example, today, there are usually three needle moving things that I get done. Some days I did have the capacity to get all three done. But if I got one of those things done, I celebrated myself. It's kind of like when you're training a dog. You know, you want them to sit, you give them a treat. We are not that much different than all the other animals out there, although we are extremely intelligent and have a lot more ability than those, you know, animals. But we are trained in our day-to-day life. (laughs) That is for sure. And when you do something that is positive and you reward yourself, you're training your brain to like that action. And so I would do something. Maybe I'd let myself watch an episode or I would take a hot bath or I would allow myself to go take that nap. I would do what I wanted to do that felt really good. Maybe I had, honestly, like if I'm being totally honest with you guys, I love suckers. <laughs> My youngest love suckers. So they'll be like, mom, you want a sucker? You know, after I got it done, I'd have a sucker. Little things. Even just looking myself in the mirror and saying, I'm proud of you, girlfriend. You did it. You did it. And in that, I think it really helped me keep that momentum going. I think it helped me to keep taking action. And it really was, oh, it really was the one thing. I'm like, what is today? The one thing, you know? But here's the thing is like over a week, that's seven needle moving things that I got done. That's a big deal, you know? And I think that we don't give enough credit to the power of one day. It's the things that happen over time. It's not just if you have a bad day because, hey, that's not the worst thing either. That's totally fine. It's not if you have a great day. It's how many days are you consistently taking action? consistently encouraging yourself, celebrating yourself, elevating your mindset to be at the level of the desire you have for your future. And so for me, it was just that one thing, keeping the consistent action going. Another thing that I just want to really drill home with you guys that was so true for me, because I think, honestly, in the first week I did do this, I just was like, I'm going to keep working. I'm going to get it all done. And that overworking, even though, like I told you, you know, I definitely had spaciousness and flow and the lifestyle I desired before I got pregnant. In my state during that first trimester, my normal workload was overworking for me. Okay. And like forcing myself to create, it's just not how you are going to make the biggest impact. And so for me, I just, was very clear that it was making me feel like I hated what I was doing. It was making me feel dread. It was making me resent. Okay, And when we force ourselves to create things or to overwork, we are limiting our motivation for the future. And so these are the things that I learned during my first trimester. And it was quite the roller coaster. I really had to buoyed myself up with compassion and love and really do a lot of spiritual practices through prayer and meditation. And I even journaled quite a bit, you know, to really encourage myself. And it wasn't just the fact that I didn't feel very good. If I'm being honest, I also, you know, had experienced loss of a pregnancy last year. And so I also was facing thoughts that I was not comfortable with. You know, I was facing thoughts of like, is the baby okay? Like, is this actually a pregnancy that's going to stick? I was in that space of like uncertainty. And I had to do a lot of inner work to heal some of that and to work through that. A lot of times our trauma, if we don't face our trauma again, we never get to heal because those triggers aren't triggered. You know, we're not in that space of like, Facing it. And so for me, although I had done a lot of inner healing through the months leading up to the pregnancy, although I had journaled and done the things that I knew to do, when I was faced with pregnancy again, it was a trigger. It was the first time I was pregnant since the loss. So it was the first time that I was able to like face all of that. And this could be an episode on its own, but what I will say is, it wasn't just about me like navigating how i felt and taking action even though i didn't feel like taking action it was also navigating my mental health and the way that i was feeling during that time and reassuring myself and comforting myself and reminding myself that no matter what happens that i'm going to be okay and that this child is still coming Here I am, you know, I'll be 18 weeks Saturday. When you hear this, I will be 18 and a half weeks. And I am so thankful to be here, that we're at a place where it's pretty dang high chance this baby is coming. And, you know, I'm definitely feeling more confident. And I have grown so much in this experience, but I had to walk through a little bit first. And that's the beauty of life. If you listen to the last episode, I talked about our edges, and that was an edge for me. And we have to press against those edges in order to become the version of ourselves that we're destined to be. And for me, that's mama again to a brand new little baby. And I am, gosh, you guys, I am so, 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 so thankful to be here. I cannot say it enough. It's like there's times when I'm like, is this real? okay, 18 weeks this is pretty real. you know. I've got a pretty big little bump going on at the moment. I know it's gonna get a lot bigger, but like, I'm like, okay. I told Devin actually like two days ago, I'm like, I feel like I had this moment where I was like, I'm actually pregnant. He kind of laughed and he's like, yeah, Marissa, you're actually pregnant. <laughs> but it really, really has been a journey. And that's why it's so important that we give ourselves compassion because it doesn't matter how strong our mindset is. There's so many different areas and experience of life that can show us an opportunity for growth. And this was one for me. And I'm so thankful that I've come to this journey and that I've shown up to this party and that I've walked this walk, you know? And so wherever you are, I see you, I love you. And I hope that you are feeling encouraged in the path of finding more motivation. Make sure you've got a big enough why. Make sure that it matters to you so deeply. Make sure that you are honoring your body and that you are giving yourself the space you need to rest or whatever it is that you need. Do the things that you need to do. It's safe to do so. But also, don't let your mood determine your actions, okay? You have to show up for yourself regardless of how you feel. If that why is big enough, it's heart-centered and it's purpose-driven then it's worth the action. And remember, One needle-moving action per day goes a long way over a period of time. So keep that one action going. At least. If you can do more, great. But if you get one done, just celebrate yourself, reward yourself, start to train yourself to feel that that thing is actually like a good thing to do. You're going to start to look forward to that action. And then also, I learned that overworking yourself and forcing yourself to create anything is only going to block your motivation for the future. So when you're feeling burnt out or when you're feeling done, be done. Go do something else because you're not going to create as abundantly, fruitfully, and creatively as you could. This is what I learned during my first trimester of this pregnancy. So I hope that this has touched you. I hope you're feeling encouraged and like, you know what, I've got this. Okay, what's the one thing I can do? I love you guys so much. And remember, the High Vibe Collective is open. It's all about transforming your life, taking daily overwhelm and transforming it into blissful living because you deserve it. And if you're tired of all the courses and things you've done and it's not working, you got the strategy, and for some reason you're still feeling stuck, I got you. It's time to break through. It's time for a new chapter. It's time for you to reclaim your life and access the tools and practices that are going to make you unstoppable, unshakable, a force that is so magnetizing because what I know to be true is anything is possible. All right, my love, I will see you next time. You know, I haven't always had the financial freedom that I have today. And the only reason that I'm able to enjoy my success without the constant overwhelm and worry that comes with money stress is because of my subconscious healing Of the money blocks that once held me back, along with my awakening to the true abundance and power within to manifest my financial freedom. It's been a long road. Countless books have been read, years of daily meditation, and endless searching, discovering, and reprogramming. Becoming awake to the greatness within gave me the power to manifest the wealth, health, and loving relationships I desired most. But most importantly, it gave me the power to be unstoppable. It gave me my peace and a connection to a love I didn't know existed. Whatever you're facing today, know that you have more magic inside of you than there is in the entire galaxy. And if you're ready to discover this magic for yourself, it's time for us to get to know each other. Wealth is your birthright. And I believe this so deeply that I felt a call to create a masterclass that unfells the language of money energetics. This is exactly what has allowed me to experience prosperity in my own life, as well as countless others. And they don't teach this in school. And sadly, most caregivers aren't aware of it either. It's the language of the rich, and I'm offering it to you. You see, when you're financially free, you worry less, and you show up with raw authenticity. You can be more present and loving with the people in your life. You create a bigger impact in the world, and you experience all that life has to offer you. Believe me when I say that there's more than enough to go around, and when you align with abundance, it helps others find their way too. Now the good news is, is that where you are today is not the end of the story. It's only a point on the map. It's time that you discover the truth for yourself. Become the money magnet that you're born to be. So I have one question. Are you ready to attract money with ease as you watch your bank account grow? If so... Go to marissamorrison.net forward slash magnet, and I'll guide you through your limitations and into the unlimited possibilities that come with financial freedom and peace. Become a money magnet and finally experience the freedom and joy of life. Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug, and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible, and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net, where I have created opportunities for you to connect, expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.